We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. started you know we have lots of trucks because we're farm and trucking and, and uh, even even my my uh, partner and and my uncle and, and the employees you know the most are just oh well, you know what just get to the take the vaccine you know what's the big problem we all got to do it yeah you know and they don't understand it's so much more yeah it's so much more all the people that have died in hospitals because they didn't get the treatment they needed all the people that have died from loneliness and 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 from the vaccine itself yeah like you know the truth will set us free for sure um but only through the lord only through a revelation of, of, uh, of people waking up well and and through the church doing what you're doing coming down and getting involved in a real issue but proclaiming yeah. the gospel while you do it yeah 
because that the, the, the truth Jesus will yes. set us free yes but the yes. truth of like the situation where oh, like the oh. mainstream media right now is trying to paint this entire oh, thing as a I full know. of racism and anger and danger and all you oh. see are families I've, ne I've never been so emotional <laughs> yeah yeah People there you just, go just we got families people. just right there yeah. perfect example yeah. saying thank you to yeah. our truckers that's patriotism, folks. That's yeah, that's I, that's what know, that and, is. And, and Canadians are so reserved. Like normally, nobody talks to, especially in Ottawa, Toronto. You know, nobody talks to anybody. They're all very reserved. It just seems that it's a, a spiritual thing that's going on right now. It really is. It really is. It really is. I am totally against these F Trudeau signs. You gotta love everybody. You gotta even care about Trudeau and not, you know, but I sure wish that he would see the wickedness of his ways, <laughs> you know? And that's the only way that it's gonna have to be revealed to him. Yeah. Folks, that trucker was hitting the nail on the head. E-L-E. Everybody needs to love everybody. Yes, we can be in disagreement. Yes, we can have political banter back and forth. Yes, we can get heated from time to time. And that's what it's going to take. In order to get freedoms back, it takes getting heated from time to time. In order to stop your country from slipping into oppression and tyranny, it's going to take some rough conversation, some debate, maybe even some yelling back and forth at each other. But in the end... We're not going to save ourselves. The truckers are not going to save themselves. Justin Trudeau is not going to save himself. The only thing that's going to save each and every one of us is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and you are loaded right here. On Live from America, LFA. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And as always, coming to you from the cold tundra of the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is an honor and a blessing to do this job for you. Thank you for that opportunity on behalf of all of my family. Speaking of that cold weather, folks. You already know where you can get some weighted blankets and some stuff that'll keep you nice and warm and cozy, right? Like slippers, weighted blankets, pajamas. You don't have to go spend your money with Pete Buttigieg's broke down <laughs> supply chain. Go to somebody that's a patriot and use my promo code LFA. What a nice plug that was, huh? To start the show. But that was a great story. That was a trucker story. Why I like to start uh, the show off with that today was because it gives hope and it gives inspiration. It gives hope and it gives inspiration from the people who are in the thick of it, who are in the middle of it. And I highly suggest, especially after my conversation, my spectacular, my spectacular conversation with uh, attorney Lee Dundas last night, America, when all of the organizers that are doing the, getting ready to do this American Freedom Convoy, we need to make sure that we listen and look and watch and learn carefully from the mistakes and the achievements that the Canadian truckers 
are making right now. We need to learn from what they do. And again, I want to give a big, huge, massive shout out to the Canadian people for reminding the American people what bravery and what freedom really mean. From the bottom of our heart, we thank you. Now, before I get to doing some shout outs, I do want to give another thank you to a company called Pacific Transport because um, Pacific Transport happens to be Calgary's only, ladies and gentlemen, Calgary's only family owned 24 7 full service transportation crane and container service company. And they released a statement on Wednesday rejecting the requests from the RCMP, which is the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Inter-Pacific Transport, LTD, Calgary's only family-owned company of that size, and they have rejected any pleas and cries from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police to help assist in the removal of trucks. And why did they decline? Because they're standing with their fellow countrymen. Because they're standing for freedom. Because they are not going to look back on this day and have their grandkids say to them, why weren't you on the right side of history, Grandpa? Grandma? Why didn't you fight to keep freedom alive in our beautiful country? Why did you just sit there? They don't want to be on that side. And it's really amazing to me how the police up there want to be on the wrong side of history. It's amazing to me, out of all the opportunities that they've been given over the last two weeks to ride with the people of their country, they are deciding to take on the brown shirt, um, the brown shirt ideal of everything and just say, hey, we're just doing what we're told. This is our agenda. Not a good thing for Trudeau, not a good thing for the country of Canada as, a far, as far as um, their, their economy because the, the truckers are, are, they are literally, folks, ready to stay there for a very long time. They are prepared, equipped, funded, and have plenty of support to be there until the government caves. And if you think that they're going to send in the military... That right there would start a civil war in Canada, as well as it would here. So a big shout out to Inter-Pacific Transport for saying, no thank you, we're not helping. We are standing with our countrymen and women. Have a good day. Folks, let's do some live shout outs. I know that the Getter family on Real America's Voice News, heck, I know Real America's Voice News as a whole has not had this show for the last two days. There have been technical difficulties, and it's not only been with my show, it's been with other shows too. And I do think it has something to do with the fact that my website, just in the month of January, was attacked over 400 times. It's ridiculous that we have to spend thousands of dollars to keep our websites and our infrastructure safe from the very same people that told us to leave and go get our infrastructure. So let's do some shout-outs real quick. I see Melly is in the building on Rumble. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. Thank you very much, Alicia White. Thank you. Denise says, love your hat, Jeremy. Well, thank you. I love you, girl. Larry Reha is in the building. Looks like he's doing well. God bless you, sir. I'm so very glad that you are uh, well and that you're healthy. Cindy Ward from California, she says, good to see you. Thank you very much. 
Calvin from PA, thank you. Roxanne from Minnesota, God bless you and thank you very much. Phyllis from Florida, how you doing? Thank you. God bless you very much. You know, we got a ranger. Hey, old ranger over there on Getter, on Real America's Voice Getter. God bless you, sir. I never really give you a shout out, but I see you in there every single day. And we cannot forget our Getter family on Jeremy Harrell either because we are a growing presence there as well. So I want to jump over there and say hello to Lavalie, Lavalieman. Lava Lehman, is that the handle? God bless you. Miguel Ortiz from Florida. How you doing? Kind Embroidery. Barb, how you doing? Good to see you. Barb Naylor, everybody. Look, if you want to see some really good items, if you want to shop at a really good Etsy store, then check out Kind Embroidery on Etsy. And one more, let's give it to Joe Demers. How you doing, my friend? Look, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go to the Lord. It's time to go to the Lord because that's where we get our salvation. That's where we get our hope. That's where we get our joy. February 4th, year of our Lord, 2022, and it says this, it is essential for weak ones to take pride in me, rejoicing in who I am. As you rejoice in your weakness, you open yourself to my power. Let this sacred power rest upon you, displaying my delight in you. And for those following with their Bibles, please turn to Jeremiah, because this is going to come from Jeremiah 9, 23 through 24, which says, this is what the Lord says. Let not the wise man boast of his wisdom or the strong man boast of his strength or the rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast about this, that he understands and knows me. And from Psalm 34, 2, my soul will boast in the Lord. Let the official or let the afflicted, excuse me, hear and rejoice. And before you turn out the light tonight, everybody, finish out your day by boasting in the ways that I have blessed your relationship, our relationship through your difficulties. God works in beautiful and wonderful and mysterious ways. And for all those on the Real America's Voice team watching, you have not had the Lord's Prayer in a couple days. So let's get right to it. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, you wouldn't have to be blind to not see all of the work that God has been doing in this beautiful country and around the world, actually, and around the world in the last year. But it's truly amazing if you're opened up to the beauty of it and you understand it. Look, folks, we are going to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. We're here for a whole hour, so stay tuned. All right, for the live audience, God bless you. Thank you all. We do not have Eli in the building tonight. Eli had some family things that he had to, uh, to handle and take care of today. He's definitely a wonderful family man as well. Takes care of his mother, takes care of his brothers. Always the one that people lean on when they need help. So uh, we want to give a big shout out to Eli. Eli's doing an incredible job. Have you guys seen all the content? Have you seen all of the content that he has created for the for Live from America over the last few days? All the beautiful um, 
the beautiful small little short video clips, the images and stuff. He's been helping out in the studio like you wouldn't believe. We're catching up on the back end, left and right. I have a feeling that by mid-March, we're going to be like, we just started this business and there's nothing to catch up on. Yes, there might be emails out there that are still lingering that we won't get to, but we do have a system in place and we are working. Jeremy, don't know if you saw my last message. Tom passed away. Oh, dang. Dang. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I really am sorry to hear that. Let's, uh, let's say a prayer for his, his wife, Jane. That was her name, right? Let's, uh, let's say a prayer for Jane, and let's say a prayer for Tom. I'm so sorry to hear that. Wow. Ugh. Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much. Lord, we know that it is your will when you take somebody from this earth and take them home to heaven. It's hard for us because it's hard for us in the flesh to not miss them. But Lord, we know that you've taken them to a better place. We know you've taken them to a place of no pain and no suffering, Lord. And we ask that you ease that pain and that suffering from his, for his wife, Jane. It cannot be easy. I cannot even imagine. But with you, all things are possible, Christ. And we just thank you so very much for giving us the opportunity to be even able to reach out to you and ask you for such a request. Lord, thank you very much for continuing to guide us, and thank you for giving any kind of hope, help, or a shoulder to cry on for his family. In your name we pray. Amen. Oh, those are hard. Those are hard, aren't they, guys? Wow. I don't even know what to say. I don't even want to do the rest of the show. (laughs) It's so hard to see one of our own pass away. And, you know, they're in a better place, but what about their loved ones? You know, it's going to be a long time before they're actually in a better place. And it's just hard to deal with, you know. I feel so very bad. I feel so very bad. Appreciate prayer. She's a wonderful, godly woman, and her kids are amazing. His guitar playing at church will be missed. Yes, he was part of the worship group at church, and he was also a veteran, if I'm not mistaken. What a wonderful life, and hopefully it's a celebration of life rather than death. If you guys uh, would please do me the favor of uh, sharing the show before we move on. Look at some of the things that some people say. Wow, just terrible. All right, let's come back from this and let's pray for those who definitely need prayers. Okay, here we go. And welcome back, folks. This is Live from America, and I'm Jeremy Harrell, right here on Real America's Voice News. Again, it's an honor to be with you, and I don't know about you, especially on the Real America's Voice side. I know you guys haven't seen it for a couple days. Let's get to the first and foremost section. Put up your coffees, because it's going to be one heck of a ride. I got a heck of a show for you. Let's slurp. Here we go. First and foremost section of the day. Today, the Biden administration released job numbers that were so high, and I'm talking so high, that it blew any of his other job numbers out of the water, which is really odd, because when you look at gas prices, you look at the debt, you look at inflation, you look at the Fed scrambling to decide how much they're going to raise interest rates, because there's no way you can raise interest rates high enough to get us away from this massive inflation that's going on. Everything's 30 or 40% more than it was a year ago. uh, wages are going down, the bottom of of the market is falling out every single day, and you got to ask yourself, how in the H-E double hockey sticks did Joe Biden and his corrupt administration, how did they do so well? 
Put it this way, folks, their job numbers were so high. And look, if the country was really adding that many jobs, I would not be sitting here saying anything bad about the Biden administration. I'd say, wow, look at that. Just like they did when, uh, when, when, when Bush took over from, I mean, when Obama took over from Bush, it must be those Trump years, huh? Must be those Trump that created that. No, but seriously, if we really did create almost 500,000 jobs when we were scheduled to get far less than that, I would say that is a good job, and I would not say anything about that. But I knew there was something bogus about this from the minute that they were le- that they were released. I knew that there was something wrong with these numbers because they were so high that not one single economist from any news st- uh, from any news station in any agency in the government, not one single economist could figure this out, and every one of them were per- were perplexed. Why? Well, folks, because the numbers are bogus. You don't, you don't need me to tell you that, by the way. We are going to break it down and show you why exactly these numbers are bogus. But again, you don't need me to tell you this. All you have to do is go look at life. Just look at life and you ask me, after all the stuff that's happened in this last year, after over 4 million people quitting their jobs month after month after month, leading all the way up until the end of December, Inflation the way it is and everything I mentioned, all you have to do is look at life. Again, you don't need me to tell you that stuff. But here is, what's re- here is what really happened. And what really happened, basically, ladies and gentlemen, is fraud. It's basically fraud. Okay? Today, the job numbers are as shocking as Joe Biden's win of the 2020 election because they're garbage, folks. Here's one more, or here's more on the unrealistic and dishonest reporting from the BLS. Okay? The BLS reported that over that a 467 jobs were created okay and now we have more of these over the top numbers from zero hedge reports uh, zero hedge as well after they reported but let's break this down okay for those who only look at the headlines today's payrolls report was a uh, was a shock to everybody because coming in at 467,000 it was almost four times the consensus median expectation of only 125,000 and was orders of magnitude above Goldman's forecast, which was negative 250,000. Now, how are all these economists this wrong when they actually have uh, models and, and, and numbers that they go by and they're always very, very close to what they believe is going to actually happen? Okay. How were they all so wrong? Putting the stunning three sigma beat in context, it came above all 78 estimates and was more than double the highest forecast of 225,000 from the HSBC. And even more ludicrous were historical adjustments, which saw December increased from 199,000 to 510,000. And in November, from 249,000 to 647,000, and so on. So you start to think, what is going on here? Well, the plot thickens, okay? Here's what happened. First, looking at just the December to January change, which, by the way, uh, we find while seasonally adjusted numbers rose by an impressive 467,000, the unadjusted number collapsed tumbling from 150,349,000 to 147,525,000, which is a 2.8 million drop. 
as it usually tends to do this kind this time of year, shifting from December to January, meaning that the entire delta in the January number, somewhere in the $3 million range, by the way, is due to arbitrary adjustments overlaid on top of data. So focusing on just 2021, we find something very curious here, folks. The stunning print from the summer, which saw June and July print at over 1 million, had been slashed by almost 50% at the expense of most recent months, such as like October and November, which we just talked about, okay? What's really happening here, folks, is they're adjusting numbers from earlier in the year last year saying, oh, we overreported, <laughs> we overreported those jobs numbers, so we're just going to adjust them and we're going to adjust them to the later years, the later months of the year, which is November, December, and then transferring over into January. That's exactly what happened. South Bay Research notes in his NFP postmortem, there has never been a January seasonal adjustment of this magnitude ever. Now, there's always some kind of adjustment, right? Because sometimes you got to play catch up. The numbers got to play catch up. I get it. There's always an adjustment period. There's adjusted and there's unadjusted. But the spread is never ever and has never been what it was this year. So you tell me, the guy who supposedly got 81 million votes is the same guy who apparently has had the best job numbers of all time and is now coming in with 500,000 jobs added when the ADP just yesterday reported that it was far worse than that. Somebody's fudging the numbers somewhere, folks. The overall theme is that the BLS apparently is now saying that they way overstated jobs this past summer and decided to move those overstatements to January. You can't just do that, folks. The individuals that are running all these government agencies, they need to be prosecuted right now to the full extent of the law for falsifying information that is so central to the lives of every American that if this indeed is the case, folks, this is fraud. This is definitely fraud. Casual observations indicate that something very dishonest is going on. There are no jobs created. You cannot point to one new job that was actually created. They don't even have Green New Deal jobs started yet. So if those jobs aren't happening, and 4 million people are leaving in August, September, October, November, and December, people are getting fired everywhere. You literally got to call in the National Guard, and you're calling people with COVID back to work in hospitals, and you expect us to believe You expect us to believe that you created 500,000 jobs when nobody in any of this industry said that it was possible? And then we find out by digging even deeper that this is the case, that you're fudging numbers, padding numbers. That's the way these people do things, folks. So when somebody says to you, oh, he created, look at all these jobs he created. He didn't create anything. He didn't create a dang thing. This is his bogus government trying to fill and pad numbers that don't exist. That's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what is happening. Now, we're going to shift gears for a minute because I don't want to stay too long on that. I just wanted to give you the kind of the, the uh, 5,000 foot overview that it's nothing about uh, gaining, uh, growing the economy by, by building jobs. It's about padding numbers and taking them from another month and said, oh, we overreported. We're just going to shift them over to January. It doesn't, doesn't work like that, guys. Shifting gears real, real quick. The House passed. The very, very controversial Competes Act, C-O-M-P-E-T-E-S, like you're competing. They compacted, they've, excuse me, they've passed the Competes Act. 
Now, a lot of news networks are not talking about this. A lot of people aren't talking about this because of the fact, ladies and gentlemen, that they're hiding a bunch of the broke back Biden bill inside this competes bill. And they're saying it's bipartisan because they threw the Republicans a bone on a few things. The House passed the controversial uh, competes act in a mostly party line 222 to 210 vote this morning. The bill nominally intended to increase U.S. competitiveness with China, but loaded with a bunch of other pork like less less relevant provisions, was unanimously opposed by all Republicans with the support of one Democrat. However, we did have one loser Republican go over and, and side with the Democrats, and you guess who that was? That's right, little action figure, Adam Kinzinger. Adam Kinzinger. I want to just tell you guys a little bit of what's in this bill that's absolutely disgusting. Okay, check this out. This Democrat proposed bill would instead of focus on strengthening and expanding our nation's workforce to better represent the diversity of the nation. What it would actually do, folks, is bankrupt us even more because they want to meet the goal of investing tons of money in fighting climate change. There we go. (laughs) There we go. The Competes Act would also push to increase diversity among STEM teachers. The release explains how the bill would go about meeting the diversity goals that it would empower federal agencies and universities to identify and lower the bar and lower the barriers to recruitment, retention, and advancement of women, minorities, and other groups underrepresented in STEM studies and careers. In addition, it stipulates that agencies are required to collect comprehensive demographic data on the grant review process and STEM faculty at U.S. universities. Okay. Moreover, the Competes Act would allow for the importation of thousands of new refugees, even as the United States faces an unprecedented level of illegal immigration at the southern border, over 2 million people in just one year. And even more controversially, the bill would allow for a new class of investor visa, in short, allowing the wealthiest citizens from other countries to enter the United States for no reason at all other than their wealth. We need to get on this. It can be blocked in the Senate. We just need all senators to be all hands on deck because they need 60 votes to stop the the, uh, the debate process portion of it and get it to a Senate floor, which would then only need a majority. A majority. But all we got to do is stay true, and all these Republicans need to stay strong, and we can block this in the Senate so you know what to do. You have your action, 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 march orders and i have to take a commercial break like always when when you're on tv folks we'll be right back with more live from america right here from the live free or die state of new hampshire right after this stay tuned so what do you guys think of that what do you guys think of how they love to to spread out their build back broke back Biden bill and stuff little pieces of it in NASA bills and in different acts where they say, oh, these are bipartisan. You got Nancy Pelosi up there spitting all these are bipartisan bills. No, they're not. No, they're not. You're throwing in a couple things that are common sense that you have to throw in there and you're not and you're not doing anything else bipartisanly. You're literally just throwing in a couple little bones and then the rest of it is filled with crap and pork like usual. So we have to stop this in the Senate, period. Call, call, call. It's called the Competes Act, okay? The Competes Act. I want to hear what you guys are saying. I want to see 
take a hard stance against climate change and call it out for the hoax that it is. I, I have. I have many times. I don't know what else I can say besides God's in control of our weather. How, I mean, which more, what more is there to say than that? God's in control. They don't believe in God, so they got to make up some kind of, some kind of uh, fear-mongering so they can make more money. It's really all it comes, out, comes down to. Eli got a new job, so that's, so that's one. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. We created a job. We're going to have to say that to the uh, RAV audience when we come back. You are correct. I stand corrected. We created a job right here. Jeremy, how does Nancy speak, <laughs> speak again? Well, you got to get a bunch of spit curled up in each side of your uh, mouth right there on each corner of your mouth, and then you got to try to talk like Donald Duck, and then you could talk like Nancy Pelosi. Um, climate change is Democrats' money laundering scheme. That's all it's been. It's all it's ever been since Al Gore days. You know what I mean? State legislatures are passing green energy bills while we're focusing elsewhere. Well, not red states. Not red states. Blue states. If I'm wrong, please let me know what red states are passing green energy bills. I mean, if they're a red state. And I'll, we'll get on it. They treat Manchin like crap, so maybe he'll pay them back with a no vote. Maybe, maybe so. Donnie C., uh, you have fat fingers. I have numb fingers, says Chick73. <laughs> I have little fat sausage fingers, too. Jeremy, is there still a deal on the Freedom Shirts? Yes, there are. And we actually updated the stock of them today. So you should be able to go back in there and get any kind you want or any color you want. But yes, the deal goes until February 8th. February 8th, okay? Jeremy, Becky 80 missing. Can you contact her? I, you know, you're right. I haven't seen her in here. That's a good call. I'm not sure. Yeah, we can try to get a hold of her for sure. Um, those pilots flying illegals all over the country are newly created jobs. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not creating jobs for Americans, but we definitely are creating jobs for those losers. That's for sure. That's for sure. Wow. Okay. Let's come back from this break. Let's get back into it. Here we go. Welcome back, folks. This is Live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell. And you know what? During the commercial break, I was actually talking to some people on Rumble, and they actually made a very, very good point, and I do stand corrected. There has been at least one job created in Biden's disgusting trash of an economy, and that is right here at Live from America. We did hire a producer in January, so I guess, I don't know if Biden is to, well, Biden might be to uh, give credit for that because, you know, if Biden wasn't doing so bad, everybody else wouldn't be so glued to what we have to do and they'd be out enjoying life. So uh, maybe he's responsible for it, but we did create a job right here. We did create a job right here on Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's get right into it. Republican Rhino House Speaker Rusty Bowers has stonewalled a bill that would allow the Arizona legislature to reject any or all election results based on fraud. Okay? uh, Republican Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers used a parliamentary move to block a bill that would have allowed state lawmakers to reject election results. Bowers blocked the measure, which was Republican introduced by state rep John Fillmore from being able to move ahead by assigning the bill to each of the 12 state house committees rather than just voting on it and passing it there. 
which they could have done. Speaking to the local outlet, Capital Media Services, Bowers said that he is not killing House Bill 2596, but that's exactly what you're doing when you're passing it to all 12 committees. But Bowers noted that by assigning it to every committee, there is no way that it can secure approval by each one before advancing to the floor of the state house. Now, the bill would, according to its language anyway, allow the state legislature to, quote, call itself into session, not needing Doug Ducey or any other governor to call them into session. The bill would allow themselves to call themselves into session to review the ballot tabulating process for the regular primary and the general elections and on review shall accept or reject the election results. Sounds pretty fair, right? It does sound pretty fair. Now, there is a caveat to that, sounding pretty fair, and that is this. Bowers, however, said that he believes the portion of the bill where it says the legislature can, quote, accept the election results is unacceptable. Now, I understand the rhino part or the uniparty rhino reason that he's saying this okay he's trying to make you believe this by saying that that if we allow the legislature to be able to accept or reject any election that means if the arizona ever became democratically controlled then they could uh, reject any election and i get that i understand that but that doesn't mean that you take that portion of that bill and say well we're not going to push it further It's unacceptable, and I'm just going to pass it down to the other 11 House committees, and it will go nowhere. He does have a point there. I get it. That is an intelligent way of thinking, but that's not why he's saying it. He's not saying it the way you and I would say it. He's saying it because he's a uniparty rhino, and he doesn't want to push that bill forward. We gave the authority to the people, he told Capital Media Services. For somebody to say that we have plenary, a plenary authority to overthrow a vote of the people, for some, we think that may have happened. Where is the evidence, he said. Bowers asked before criticizing last year's Senate audit of the 2020 election results. The point is, when we give a fundamental right to the people, I don't care if I win or lose, he said, adding that he's not going to go back and kick them in the teeth. Fillmore, who actually proposed the bill, however, disagreed but noted that he doesn't have the votes to oust Bowers. Quote, he does things like he's a god, Fillmore told the outlet about Bowers' decision this week. Sometimes there are a great many of legislatures who don't have the intestinal fortitude to do what is right, Fillmore said. So here's the, here's the long story short, guys. Okay, here's the overview. You have a rhino House Speaker, who will not push this bill forward. This would be another election security bill that pushed and passed in the state of Arizona, but the Uniparty can't handle anymore. They don't want it to be that free. They don't want it to be that fair. They want to be able to choose which rhino Republican they put in place. They don't want it to be a Trump candidate. No, 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 no. They don't want it to be a Kerry Lake. No, no. They don't want it to be a Mark Fencham. They don't want it to be a Wendy Rogers. No. They would rather have it be a Doug Ducey. Yeah. Or even a Katie Hobbs. Because they still, ladies and gentlemen, get their agenda passed. You know what we need to do. You know what we need to do. We need to get a hold of this this House Speaker, and we need to let him know exactly what we think about where his stance is and say, enough is enough. House Speaker Rusty Bowers of the Arizona um, State House. He's the Speaker there. Okay? So we know what to do. 
Time for talk is over. Next week, we're lighting him up. Next week, we are lighting him up. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's something else I want to talk about here, okay? And there's actual proof of what I'm about to tell you in the, uh, in the way of 38 indictments right now pertaining to foreign interference in our election. I bet you didn't know that. I bet you didn't know that there was 38 indictments, active indictments right now for foreign interference in our elections. I'm going to tell you what it is right now. There is actually 38 indictments, but it's not what you think. And it's not the kind of foreign interference in our elections that you think it is. It's actually much worse because it's actually happening through your local DMVs, everybody. If you have a local DMV in your town, most likely this DMV, especially in the blue states, and yes, and even red states, they're issuing IDs and driver's licenses to illegal aliens. Now, you have 2 million illegal aliens that came into this country this year. How many of them are over 18? Now, here's the thing. It's not necessarily these illegal aliens who are coming here so they can go get an ID, so they can, get, so they can fraudulently figure out a way to get on the voter roll so they can vote for you. No, 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 no. It's not necessarily these people. We're demonizing and targeting the wrong people. Let me ask you this. If you lived in Cuba and you had a chance to come to the United States of America and you had a chance to come right now and there's no way that you'd be able to get in legally and you have a chance to come here and you know you're going to be taken care of, wouldn't you come to? Wouldn't you be enticed to come to? This is almost like uh, the, the government is complicit in all of this. I don't blame the illegal aliens as much as I blame the Democratic Party of this country because here's what's happening. And now you know why they let 2 million illegals in. Their plan and what they've been doing is sending these illegals all over the country. They're literally using these illegals, helping them get state IDs, helping them get state driver's licenses, and then they're getting them to register and get them in the voting rolls. There are millions of illegals right now in the voting rolls that should not be there. And they're really being used, targeted, and, 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 and basically preyed upon by the Democratic Party. And then the Democratic Party has these little political operative groups everywhere. And they're in charge of getting a hold of these illegals wherever they go and helping them through the process all the way from a voter ID, I mean, from a, from a state ID to a driver's license, to somehow getting on the voter rolls because it's not very hard to register to vote in a lot of these states. This is the foreign interference in our election that we need to stop and we need to stop right now because if we don't, folks, if we don't stop this voter fraud in its tracks, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're doing a lot, but we need to do a lot more. Your voter registration application, ladies and gentlemen, right at your DMV, and the funny thing about it is, is that foreigners are using this left and right. Let's read a little bit of the story here. Foreigners are voting in our elections, and it isn't just the sanctuary city of New York City, the 800,000 foreigners that just got the power to vote in municipal elections. Foreigners voting occurs all over the country, and over the past few years, the Public Interest Legal Foundation has uncovered government records showing foreigners voting in Pennsylvania, Texas, New Jersey, and California. Voter fraud deniers do not want to talk about the fact that foreigners are registering and voting in the United States elections. They forgot that the foreigners voting in American elections are sometimes victims 
of third-party voter registration drives that jeopardize their immigration status. These voter registration drives sign up anyone without regard to eligibility. States are also victimizing these foreigners. Pennsylvania let aliens register to vote for more than two decades on a broken Department of Motor Vehicles registration process. Unwitting aliens don't even know that they're not allowed to register to vote. So meanwhile, committing an election crime, such as illegal voting subjects, uh, subjects them to deportation. The only winner out of all of this is the political party that reliably gets their votes every single time. They don't care about the person. Oh, you're, you're separating them from their kids at the border. How dare you? Oh, how dare you? You're, you're so inhumane. You're separating these families. They don't give a rat's you-know-what about these foreigners in any way, shape, or form other than to collect a vote from them. They're sick, sick individuals. And no other news station is talking about this except for Real America's Voice News. Not a single one lets you know who you should be watching. Okay, because unless we know the truth, unless we know what is is and is not happening out there, then we don't we can't come up with a strategic plan to fight it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is something that I do not want to be caught up in the middle of going. I didn't even know it was about to happen. What are you talking about? I haven't heard anything about that. I would rather know what's going on so I can fight it, whether it's good news or whether it is bad news. We're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America, and we'll be back right after this. Please stay tuned. So, folks, I'm telling you, when I tell you that they have, when they have this whole fraud thing nailed down to like 10 different ways they do the fraud, we have to literally pick off each and every one of them. We have to pick off each and every single one of them, and we have to make sure that we're ahead of them when it comes to whatever that they're doing. We can't keep chasing them anymore, okay? We can't chase them like news stations chase Trump around the, around the country to hear what he has to say next. Sooner or later, we're going to have to get ahead of everything, and that includes President Trump as well. President Trump can only be here for another four years regardless of how you look at it. Whichever way you skin that cat, whatever way you peel that potato, President Trump is only going to be here for another four years. I'm not saying on this earth. I'm not saying relevant in politics. I'm saying as a possible leader of this country. We need to start getting ahead of that. We need to start looking at the next Donald Trumps, the next Ron DeSantis's. Maybe Ron DeSantis is the next Donald Trump. Maybe he's the first Ron DeSantis. I don't know. But chasing somebody around like a horse and wagon is not the way I want to continue to live my political life in the United States of America. No, sorry. I got plans far better than that for this Republican Party, at least as far as I can, uh, any input I can give, and that is start getting ahead of this crap. Stop chasing it. The reason why they were able to steal the election in 2020 was because somehow the powers that be on the Republican side didn't know about these ways to cheat. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. that's what i think of every time i think of chocolate by the way i think of that song untrue jeremy he can reclaim his time from the first then go around yeah you get what i'm saying though you get what i'm saying right no need to nitpick and break it down like that yes we get that 
That's not what I'm talking about. Yes, he can reclaim his time and then do four more years. My point is Trump is finite. He's not infinite. That's my point. We need to get our poops in a group and we need to get ahead of this crap from now on. Need to get ahead of this stuff. All right, let's come back from this break. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, live from America, right here on RAV Real News, Honest Views. And I enjoy my time on the commercial breaks talking to the audience and the family members here on Life from America because we have some seriously great conversation and we get down to the bottom of it, to the brass tacks of things, and then we move forward with marching orders, okay? From God, not from me. Here we go. The Republican Committee, the Republican National Committee, the RNC, has decided, ladies and gentlemen, to take a break from robocalling you 50,000 times a week and begging for money in the name of Donald Trump and using his name in order to get money from you because they are bottom feeders. Yes, they've taken a break from that for a minute and decided to do something actually good. I didn't know that the RNC was capable of doing something good in 2022, but they are. And apparently, ladies and gentlemen, old little action Adam, uh, Adam Kinzinger, action figure Adam Kinzinger, and yes, the yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney herself have been officially censured by the Republican National Committee, and I'm so happy to hear about that. Let's break it down. The Republican National Committee is slated to push forward a resolution to censor Representative Cheney and, and Kinzinger. No, no, no. That happened. That happened, ladies and gentlemen. It's not slated. It actually happened. And the reason why it happened was because they are Republicans colluding with Democrats to incriminate President Donald J. Trump and other patriots for protesting the fraudulent 2020 election. This is not about being anti-Trump, said Dylan. No, there's plenty of other people in the party who are anti-Trump whose names don't appear in this resolution. These two, he's talking about Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, took specific action to defy party leadership. Okay? And that came from Harmeet Dillon, National Committee person from California and one of several dozen sponsors of this resolution. Now, initially, members of the RNC led by Maryland RNC member David Bosey called for the expulsion of Cheney and Kinzinger from the House Republican Conference. But some RNC members feared that her removal involves using, quote, unnecessarily inflammatory language, quote, engaging in intraparty warring and would, quote, create a political headache for both the House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. Well, boo freaking who? Oh, we wouldn't want to upset Kevin McCarthy. We wouldn't want to set, upset Ronna McDaniel, Kevin McDumdum, and Ronna McDumdum. No, no, we wouldn't want to upset them. We wouldn't want to give them a headache. We wouldn't want to do what is right and, ex- and, and literally expelling these two from the Republican Party. No, we don't want to do that. That's going to cause too much, there's going to be too much collateral damage. So let's just censure them instead. Now, I do agree with censuring them. And I do agree that it was the right move for Ronna McDaniel and the RNC to do. But it should have went a lot, it should have went a lot further. It should have went a lot further than that. New Jersey National Committee person Bill uh, Palatucci is relieved by the RNC's decision to censure instead of ousting Cheney. Not me. 
He says, I still don't think it's a good idea, he told reporters. I'm glad it was watered down to essentially just a statement of the committee, but we should be shooting at Democrats, not Republicans. No, you got it all wrong, Rhino. Somebody get me the Rhino hunting gun. We need to go rhino hunting. That's metaphorical, FBI. Calm down. It's not a real gun. We're not really going rhino hunting. We're talking politically and metaphorically here. It can still happen in a free country. What is he talking about? Well, we don't want to do that. We should be aiming at uh, Democrats, not Republicans. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are Democrats. If you're a uniparty rhino, you're no better than a Democrat. Matter of fact, you're worse. So we shouldn't be aiming to remove them. We should just be coddling them and giving them an official statement. Ooh, I'm shaking in my political boots here, folks. I'm shaking in my political boots here over the official statement by the RNC. Ooh. Absolutely ridiculously dumb. Kinzinger is not real, uh, seeking re-election this year. Why? Because he's going to switch parties and go to the Democrats, and he's going to find some district they can dump him in, and he'll be a Democrat. Cheney's re-election prospects are slim to none. Slim to none. Okay? In November, Wyoming Republican leaders voted not to recognize Cheney as a member of their party. Cheney's primary challenger, Trump-endorsed GOP activist Harriet Hagman, is trouncing Cheney in the polls. According to the recent SoCo strategy survey of Republican voters, Hagman leads Cheney 38 to 18%. State Representative Anthony Bouchard is at 12%, and 26% are undecided. The Wyoming party voted in November to no longer recognize Cheney as a member of their party, and Cheney blasted the Republican party for proposing her censure, warning GOP leaders are willing hostages to Trump. That's what she said in her tweet. The leaders of the Republican Party, hold on, hold on. The leaders of the Republican Party have made themselves willing hostages to a man who admits he tried to overturn a presidential election and suggests he would pardon January 6th defendants, some of whom have been charged with seditious conspiracy. Uh, only about two weeks ago when you knew you were running empty and you had no, nothing on on Trump or the January 6th political prisoners. So you decided to grab one guy, the Oath Keepers president, charge him with seditious conspiracy, and then kick him off to some federal prison in Oklahoma. You don't think we know this stuff? You think we're as stupid as you are? These people, these people think that we are dumb and that we, oh, uh, we don't know what's going on in middle America. <laughs> we got your number now. This isn't 10 years ago. Your your days are numbered. So what I want to do before we go to this next video is I want to go ahead and cue the drums, please, to give the Smarty Award of the Day to the RNC. Yes, I will give it to Ronna McDaniels and the RNC. Because they actually did something correct. Now, I do have the video of this, so let's go ahead. Pull up the video footage of this actually happening. But there's something in this video that I want to show, show you and point out about Ronna McDaniel afterwards. So sit tight. Watch this. We will now move on to committee reports, beginning with the resolutions committee. And I would like to ask, ask Richard Porter, Nash committee man for Illinois and resolutions committee chairman to deliver the report. Madam Chairwoman, pursuant to rule 10A2 of the rules of the Republican Party, the Standing Committee on Resolutions met on Thursday to consider all the resolutions timely submitted to the committee. All RNC members were emailed copies of these resolutions prior to today's meetings. Madam Chair, five resolutions were submitted to the committee 
and, this, and the committee recommends five resolutions for adoption today. They are resolution to hold Communist China accountable for COVID-19 associated death and injury to millions of Americans and trillions of dollars in damages to the United States economy. Resolution to formally censure Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger and to no longer support them as members of the Republican Party. Resolution to reaffirm our commitment to the current Republican Party platform. Resolution to oppose non-citizen voting in local, state, and federal elections. And resolution honoring the life of Ann Hoyer. In the interest of time, I request that we omit the reading of the resolutions. Hearing no objection, it is so ordered. Madam Chair, this concludes my report, and I move that the five resolu resolutions before the committee be adopted as a whole. It is moved to consider all five resolutions and to consider them as a whole. Without objection, we will consider all five resolutions as a whole. Watch what she does here. Watch this. She doesn't even know what she's Hearing doing. Hearing no further discussion, um, is there any what is there any discussion? What do I say? What do I okay. say? Hearing no further discussion, we will move to a vote on adoption of the five resolutions as a whole. All of those in favor of the motion, please signify by saying aye. 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 All of those opposed, signify by saying no. The ayes have it, and the five resolutions are adopted. Thank well, there you go. But did you see Ronna McDaniel? She's like, what do I say? What do I say? What do you mean, what do you say? You are the RNC chairwoman. What do I say? I'm just here for, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what to do with my hands. Ah. Anyway, little action, Adam, uh, little action figure Adam Kinzinger and yellow Teletubby Miss Piggy, uh, Liz Cheney, have been officially censured by the Republican Party. And, ladies and gentlemen, no longer really recognized as Republicans, even though they're not ousted for any, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I agree with it. And let's move on. We'll be right back right after this to close out the show here on Real America's Voice News. Oh, what a heck of a show, huh, guys? What a heck of a show today. Both shows, actually, today were really, really good. I, I have a feeling that... Uh, Oh, my God, your comments. <laughs> Some people said they didn't have sound. That's weird. I, I, it never lost sound anywhere on my end. Nobody cares. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Nobody cares. She's an idiot. Yep. Jeremy, our recall has been a success. One down. Caterlin, who are you talking about? Let me know who you're talking about. Um, there's no sound. That's weird because other people have sound. So I don't know why that's happening. Uh, great show. Denise said, God bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Let me go over to Getter real quick. You guys got sound over there on Getter. Katie says, good stuff to, uh, good stuff today. Jeremy, a lot of love. Yep. A lot of love. Summer love. Spent time making supper. Yay. Katie 63. Good stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it. What else we got in there? Uh, bye, bye, bye. Says Zachary White. Have the Airhead Award been phased out, Jeremy? No, they haven't. I just haven't used them in a long time, but we'll bring them back. We'll bring them back. There's a lot of stuff that, we, you know, we had to get Eli, you know, really geared into in order to push the show forward, you know? So, uh, Lord, these people have empty space between their ears. Yes, they do. Sound is great. Okay, Jeremy, please look for my email order. Not sure what you mean by that. 
I hope you didn't order apparel through an email because we can't do it that way. Um, sound good here. Refresher pages. Happens to me lately. Must be they need to turn their own sound up. Great show. Sounds okay here. Did HB4244 pass? I've not heard a single word about HB4244 since the other day. Um, Jeremy, always a good show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, man. Rumble has its moments. Yes, it does. It's, you guys got to understand how new it is. Think about what YouTube was like in 2004. You know what I mean? 2005. And, we're, and they're, they're miles ahead of where, you know, obviously where they were at that point. But, uh, hey, another Freddie donation says Amy. Look at that. Well, God bless. God bless. Let's come back from this commercial break here. We got a Dumb Dumb Award to give away, and then we'll finish out the show, okay? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an honor to be here with you today. Thank you very much. It is Friday, and we do have a Dumb Dumb Award to give away that we didn't give away just a few minutes ago, so I think it's a, it's a perfect time to do that. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of the day today is going to go to Adam Kinzinger and... Liz Cheney. Look, I want to leave you. I only got about a minute left. I want to leave you with some very encouraging, beautiful words from Pastor um, from Pastor Archer Pulowski up in Canada. Everybody knows that Pastor uh, Archer Pulowski has been through hell and back with staying open for his church. And I wanted to leave you with some words of encouragement that was caught on camera the other day by Pastor Archer Pulowski. And I think it's a very, 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 very good reminder even more of a reminder of what we need to think about here in America. Check this out. People in my country in 1980, finally, they said our children are worth fighting for. Yes. And they did it. And they took it to the streets and they paralyzed the entire system. Yes, thousands were arrested. Yes, people were tortured and beaten. Yes, there is a prize attached to freedom. How do you think the second war ended? Millions had to die. How do you think the first war ended? Millions had to die. And that's the price that we have to be willing to pay if our children are going to have a free and democratic society. This is our time. For two years, we have been dancing polka with them. For two years, we have been trying our best to reason with the villains. But I know villains. See, bully will never stop bullying. He will keep stealing from you all the time. And that's their worst nightmare, ladies and gentlemen. Their worst nightmare is somebody speaking out like uh, Pastor Artur Pulowski was there. Their worst nightmare is somebody like me. Their worst nightmare is you. Their worst nightmare is somebody, anybody, telling the truth. Because the truth shall shall set everybody free. And they know that. And they know that once people start actually bonding behind the truth, well, then there are united people. And there's no government in the world that can take out the united people of America. You know, there's something very special about the American. We were born and bred into revolting. We were born and bred into revolution. We were born and bred into restoring God's word, and we will do so. This is only the beginning of a rebirth of America. This is only the beginning of restoration and healing for this country. Folks, I hope you had a great week here with Life from America. God bless you, and thank you all for giving me all your support and love. Remember, there are right ways, and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, 
and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you find value in the show, please go to jeremyharrell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. If you need a Bible, please request a Bible. They're free. We'll send them to you for free or if you know somebody who needs them. And consider becoming a monthly donor on jeremyharrell.com. That's going to do it for us here on Real America's Voice News. God bless you. Keep your families close. Spread the gospel. And I'll see you next week, Monday morning, 11 o'clock Eastern Time, for more Live from America, folks. See you later.